points. Chris Coleman with a monumental effort here at High Sense Arena. <laughs> this man is doing it in one of the best leagues in the world, outside the NBA. Hashtag see incredible. Hashtag see incredible. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the NBL News Podcast. Joined by Aiden, how's it going? Dude, good. And Jackson, Dude. all the way in the Gold Coast, yeah, home of the pain. home of the graveyard, the graveyard of the Gold Coast players. How's it going, Jackson? I'm I'm doing all right. I'm actually across from the convention center, so it's very spooky around here. <laughs> <laughs> he's rebuilding the Gold Coast boss. He's making Gold well. Coast we'll get we'll get to it in a minute. But the players they want a Gold Coast team back. We'll talk about that later. Um, but man, what a week! Some uh, one more round to go now. Finals ramping up. We're about to ramp up, and and very excited for the season. I mean, we we could see one of the craziest things in NBL history, where an inaugural team comes in and takes out the position of fourth spot of the Perth Wildcats and end their 35-year streak. Unreal. And I think we all got to say thanks this weekend to the Adelaide 36ers. We'll start off with them. Two major upsets for them. They beat the two two of the top teams in the league. They beat Perth in Perth. They didn't just beat them. They annihilated them. I have to say, they annihilated them that game. It was very surprising. They also beat the, the Kings as well. They I guess they annihilated them as well. I'll go to Jackson first. What are your thoughts on on Adelaide this past weekend? Oh boy, right. Well, Hannes and um, Withers. I mean, they've been up and down the entire year, but Hannes is finally showing something, and he's, you know, not being that type of guy which we expected him to be, but he's at least contributing to the team now. And uh, McCarran played really well against Perth. Sunday Detch played really well against Perth and Daniel Johnson just did what Daniel Always Johnson does. does against Perth, yeah. which is dominate. So they had a really good um, game against Perth, but then they went to Sydney and Gartona dropped 10 points in 10 minutes. Yeah, And like, oh my gosh. Unreal. Like Hiram Harris is starting and he's playing <laughs> really well. Like He's playing that role really well, and oh my! Like this is this, this is what I love what, about the NBL. Anything can happen at any point finals. in the season. <laughs> like, oh, it's and under- I told everybody, I told everybody, <laughs> the Kings' streak would be broken by a bottom four team, and what happened? They did. They, they did. They broke. The streak. They could break some some big. Streak. They've already broken the Sydney King streak. They could be a major impact and break the Wildcats streak. Aiden, I'll head to you. Your thoughts on the 36ers. Rookie of the year. 36ers massive weekend. Allied with Perth. I reckon it was over a quarter time. Like, I know you come back, but I, the way okay. was, they were switched on from the start. Like, the Sunday ditch. I, I reckon it was the headbands. That's what got Perth in the end. <laughs> the, the two um, nah, but Sunday ditch just destroys Bryce Cotton every time he plays in America from there, like the last few years. So when, when everyone's like, oh, he scores at quarter time, I'm like, oh, he did it last year. No, I feel like LA and Perth are always a good matchup, no matter what, when they play, and no matter how the team's going. Be Great rivalry good. between those yeah, two. 100%. The Dexter, Kirk, Drew, and Tease. 
Yeah, but as I asked, where was this team beforehand? They're just they were unreal, and I think CJ Bruton, he's seen he's, he's definitely developed as a coach throughout the season. And he's um, those young players as well, really well, like Harris, Cotano. Yeah, he's he's, he's developed some some good Soto as well. Um, it's a shame, Mahavakir. and yeah, fortunate about King, but I mean, going into next season, they they re-sign some of those some of those guys. They get three imports to, to work around DJ and um, McCarron. That team could be very good. If they get a whole season under their belt, who knows uh, what will happen. But um, Unreal Weekend came out of nowhere. They beat two of the top teams. They should be playing finals. Um, they two games. But speaking about Perth, I mean, wow. It's crazy to think about now, but they lose their two games. And you would think Tassie, all they have to do it's beat Melbourne United. Melbourne United have locked up top spot. We'll get into that in a minute. All Tassie have to do is beat Melbourne, who will probably play the DPs, Perth. They've got to lose two games, and it is very possible. I tell you what, Illawarra, they've got to be going out, guns blazing, and uh, South East Melbourne, who knows? Who knows with them? But one major thing that people are forgetting about these two games, Vic Law left that Cairns game. It was a good win by Perth. They left that Cairns game. Um, we're on crutches and um, not looking good. What are your thoughts on the Vic Law injury, Jackson? Oh, my gosh. I, I'm getting flashbacks to last year with um, Bryce going down. And um, uh, it's going to suck for Perth because now, you know, if there was ever a chance of them, you know, the streak being broken, it, it's probably now like they have two really tough games and if they can't get it done against Illawarra they kind of have to be praying that Tassie lose because I wish that this week was fixtured better and here's why I think the Tassie game should be on earlier than any of the Perth games just to see if there's a remote possibility <laughs> of it happening because what if Perth lose to Illawarra but then it's null and void if Tassie lose to United? I th- no, I think it's perfect because I think Perth will lose to Illawarra. Illawarra's got a you yeah, know, they're still in they, the finals. They spot. won't beat Illawarra. It'll Melbourne be are not going to try for that game against Tassie. They've got to give them the win. Why would they why wouldn't you just give Tassie the win? I mean will come what, to the last game of the season. I'll say That's this what I'm saying. because Basically, because if we're saying Perth are losing to Illawarra, Melbourne will be playing either Perth or Tassie in finals. And Mm -hmm. I think they'd rather play Perth than Tassie the way things are going. Mm, That's a great question. Aiden, what what do you think? Do you you think Melbourne would rather play Perth or Tassie in the finals? Perth. But having said that, the picture's great, Jackson. What are you on about? It's a great picture. You know, yeah, I think it's a great fixture. Perth Last game of the season, potentially. We're happy Perth back home. <laughs> yeah, but like it's, it's potential. Last game of the season. Yeah, true. I don't think Perth will take care of Phoenix. I don't think Phoenix will win. But who knows I don't think Phoenix will win, but but Actually, you chance. know what? If Vidal's not playing, Joe Chi is going to have a field day on Chilton Chilton. See, look, you think about it. You think Perth, South East Melbourne, what, you know, what are they playing for? They're playing for nothing, right? But well, you look at Adelaide for... last week, they were playing for nothing. They'd, I they mean, demolished South East Melbourne are playing for contracts, really. Exactly. And I think the other thing that people might forget about, wouldn't it just motivate you to say, you could end 
Perth Wildcats 35-year final streak tonight. Wouldn't that just motivate you as a player saying, I don't care about anything. I'm going full out to, to ruin this and hate and make Perth Wildcats fans hate me for the rest of my career. Competitive on which Crick is, he would do it. 100%. That's what I'm saying. I, I definitely think there's a huge chance Perth can miss out on the finals. You, like, you can kind of say that breaking the streak may be better than winning a championship in some ways because it's been 30 like yeah it's been a decade over a quarter of a century right it's almost half a century like 15 away it's nearly nearly double both of our lives exactly (laughs) exactly right so uh my thing is it's going to end someday and it's just going to be when is it going to end? how is the red army gonna react how is the red army gonna or the yellow yes Yeah, the red army. How are they oh, going to? Well, they're going to react scenes. by saying, "Sacks go mad." Sack everybody in except that front offense. Yeah, except Bryce Cotton. No, you can't sack Wagstaff. He's going to be. Oh yeah, unless well, Wagstaff. They'll will force retire. him to retire. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah. remember, we have a perfect here, so you can't come at me and Rod Jackson. Okay, okay, but, this is. Yeah, but seriously, it would be just. You think about it. The Saints this weekend, if a, a first-year team make the finals, it's got to be a sold-out game between Tassie and Melbourne. It will just be Saints if Tassie make it over. Well, there's always a sell-out at Tassie. I don't think there's ever, okay, apart from the New Zealand games, I don't think there's not been a sell-out or close to Yeah. Like, um, what, well, I mean, they've, they've made I'm a post up, about it. They, yeah, they haven't done that for years. They sold so, out. You know, but it, it will be pumping in there. The, the chance to, to be in the finals. Let's all go to Tassie. Let's all go watch Tassie play in you. Well, we can't. It's sold out. It's sold out. Stop on accreditation. Oh, Jackson's going to do it. Fine, Jackson. Yeah, I, I do, but I won't be able to go. Um, I mean, let's talk about Melbourne. They they snag top spot. They beat pretty easy games. Melbourne, uh, they played Brisbane and Cairns. I wouldn't say um, easy. They, they both well, True, true. I mean, uh, Brisbane gave a, a good hard crack. Brisbane with two DPs in it. And, and Cairns were up by 12 or so points. In and it was a draw in three-quarter time as well. It was yeah. both good games. To be honest, they both put in a good effort, but um, they do get the top spot. Well, mathematically, that Sydney can still get it if Melbourne lose by 200 points against Tassie. <laughs> Which, which you know what could be could be possible. Well, you know if Melbourne, you know, I want has to have a good percentage. I'll let it happen. You know, no, um, they 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 get the top spot. They're minor premiers, um, but let's talk about Ben Air. Ben Air from that game. Our boy Ben Air. Oh my! Twenty God. points. Uh, he initially ended with nine assists, but NBL said uh, ten assists on their post. Um, only the only players to get it, I think, were Jalen Adams and, and Bryce Cotton. To get twenty points and, and ten assists this season, which are the MVP candidates, um, MVP. which is which is, Ben Air is MVP, hundred percent. Fans MVP, put him, put him up there. Um, <laughs> but this is what I I love about the NBL, just giving these injury replacement guys opportunities. And the Melbourne fans, after that that incident with him and Chris Gordon, and uh, Adam, what do you, what did you see from that incident? Uh, a tech for Chris Gordon. Too. I I I I I noticed that he was on a form. Like what the free and I'm like it's like a child's game. It's like, it's, it's, it's like me. Threw his ball back at him. Yeah. Taj McCall Taj threw a uh push right in the back of him. But um Well D Mac coached Ben Air a few years ago, um at Knox. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he, you were in the NBA one games um when none of one. But Ben Air was a vital role on our team as well. 
He's, he's a great player. He played in um, the Lithuanian second division last year as well. Yeah. So he won that championship year with Dane in order. You know. Yeah, he's a good player, and and all. I think he's definitely capable of playing in the NBL next season. I mean, he was being booed by. Get rid of Kenny. Put Ben in. Yeah, hundred percent. He was being well, booed. Well, we were by... saying that last year with um, Dufelmeyer, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, but exact yeah. same situation. I, I think it might be a similar situation. I think another team may pick him up. That may have. Mm, I don't know. I reckon dosh. it was all Mike Kelly and Ted Dufelmeyer. I reckon that was a full out. Um, I don't. Either way, I think. Um, he should be on an NBL roster next season, as long as as well as uh, Lockie Barker. Those two guys, they've they've yeah, proved they're NBL one guys. They get an injury replacement position, and they both show out. Especially Ben here, these last couple of games, he's been unreal, starting for the Taipans, and the fans are booing him. They're, they're, I was at that game; they're calling him all sorts of stuff. I'm like, well, this guy's this guy's an injury replacement, and he's got his home city. <laughs> calling him names. Yeah, his family. He's got like 30 people with his family. Yeah, he, did you see that photo of like 30, 40 people? That's like, what you call commitment. Yeah. That's it what is. you call that's what that's how, that's how you know Melbourne United didn't have a big crowd if he had got 30 people that been is. I mean, I I honestly I hadn't seen United fans be that mad at a player since Casper Ware and it was Ben Air. So I think he's he's capable Wait, of being, did you go to the game? Yeah, I was at the game. I didn't um, see <laughs> I was at the game, but um if if I I haven't heard Melbourne United um do a player like that since Casper Ware, so it was, it was a bit surprising. So put him up there as an import no, player next season. Up, I reckon they boom his creek a bit. Um, true, but uh, move on to to the best game of the season. We have got to talk about this Kings and Illawarra. That was better than I would say eighty five percent, ninety percent of NBA games this season. It was just specu- spectacular to watch. Two really good teams coming into this game. Um, pretty high scoring game went into overtime. It, it was just I can't wait for those two to match up against each other in the finals. Jackson, what, what was your thoughts on on that hey, game? Game on um, Sunday, don't forget. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, my thoughts on the game are this, and that is Illawarra should have won, and they stuffed up the final play in regulation because out of everybody that was on the court, why was Rathan Mays taking the last shot? Right, Tyler well, Harvey almost had thirty points at that point. True. Like, I mean, yes, he was tightly guarded, but it's Tyler Harvey. He can. I was going to say, who hit who hit that dagger against Melbourne United? Raffin Mays. He's very Phoenix, clutch in that. You know? Yeah, but he had like mm. six points up to that point. But right? he's but he's a very clutch player. Doesn't matter. I think he's he's he, I think he was a rights player. It was either him or Harvey, in my opinion. Yeah, but why is he taking a shot from like the Kmart logo fading away, <laughs> off dribble? <laughs> like, I don't no, know. It was it wasn't a good play? I've seen worse shots, worse plays. I've seen, but... Yeah, I've seen worse shots have been put up. <laughs> yeah. Still, no, but they they stopped at the the overtime the like last minute. I know Gorge said in the press conference about percentage, but yeah, sure. that was. That was really sure weird. Sure, you still foul. I'm yeah. sure you put Cooks on the line. Net. Percentage. Yeah. I look at their percentage. It's like hundred points between those two teams, or between any other team. It's it's a very large margin. So I don't know why he's complaining about two potential more points. It's like, what's the point? Um, but anyway, it was it was a bit odd. Um, but maybe was, he didn't it, know Adelaide beat Perth. Maybe he thought you know he didn't know those results, and he was maybe who knows. But I, I think it was still a pretty significant. Deficit, yep. but um, it was it was a spectacular game. Can't wait for Sunday, and um, the finals as well. Um, so whoever wins on Sunday, I think 
will get the home court advantage, I believe. Well, Perth is still a well, Illawarra's got to beat Illawarra's got to beat Perth. Yeah, that's why Illawarra's got to. They're got to go full out. They want to get home court advantage in the finals. That's why they got to. Yeah, scores you want to win the game. Um, and then Kings play. Do Kings play another game before that? I think they do. Let me check. No, they play one. They've only got one. They had two. They only got one yeah. game. So sure. um, looking, no, they got two. They yeah. play Cairns. They play Cairns on Thursday night. So they'll that win that one. Actually, a tough matchup. I, I, they I should win that one, but they should um, win that, but it may come down to that game to see who gets home court advantage. Either way, let's move on. Off court news. Um, let's get into it. Yanni Wetzel signs for Basconia. I believe that's how you say it. In Spain, a Euroleague team. Euroleague season has finished for them, but. Um, their U-League team will be playing in the uh, Spanish division, which I think is the only domestic league other than the NBA, only domestic league better than the NBA, in my opinion. So he's, he's playing in a very good league um, and he's probably getting paid a bit of money. He won't return to the break. He initially signed a three-year deal with the breakers, I believe. And uh, that you will only be seeing not even a full year of that deal. So um, Aiden, your thoughts on, on Yanni moving to Europe. Good move for him. Good move for him. I'll be surprised Yanni left again. I'm on. Like, Yanni left and then came back and arrested and, you know, oh, you... Yeah. Like, I think, either way, if he was at Phoenix, he was going to leave, you know, he's going to leave both teams. It didn't matter which one he was going to go to. Um, but, yeah, no, it's good for him. It's, I reckon it's a better environment in Dan Shimmy, a young deal. But <laughs> I know Jam will be listening to this, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm going to be watching him closely when he goes through and see how it goes. Yeah, 100%. I think he, he fits well in a EuroLeague system. Um, hopefully, we'll see him back in the NBL soon. But um, either way, it'll be right. good to see him in the in the we'll Torblax. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, but it'll be good I, to see I, him. Yeah. Go on, Jackson. Okay. This is off the cuff. I haven't got any notes down here, but let's use our collective minds to think of every <laughs> single player. Don't use the word collective Okay. Can, can, we, can we think of every mm. single player that has left New Zealand over the past three years oh, that was geez. still under contract for the next season? You have okay. not done this Corey Webster. <laughs> um, the two Webster. in New Zealand, Glenn Rice and... Uh, uh, RJ Hampton. Hampton. Okay. RJ Hampton got drafted. That's a different, Terry that, Lee. Principles, uh, see, uh, Tain Murray, Lamar yep. Patterson, Levi, Levi Kuyper, Randolph, Le- player. Yeah. Uh, um, someone else from last year, oh, Jared Weeks, Jared Weeks, yes, that's right. Yep, uh, who knows? There's, there's more. So, you asked that question. I asked, I'll ask you another question, Jackson. Does that demonstrate problems in the organization at all? or? Well, it demonstrates a lack, a lack of um, what, how we say this, roster construction, knowing how long to give a player a contract or not. I mean, yeah. the Wetzel contract, I mean, was a great contract. You yeah, know? Yeah, the thing is, they knew that he was going to leave at some stage in that and that, that buyout money or whatever happened is going to be fine. And they're just seeing a local New Zealand talent go to the next level and that's pretty much all the breakers <laughs> want to do. Catch phrasing here. Next level. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um but yeah I the Webster brothers are a bit of a different situation with them not getting the vaccine and then getting the vaccine and then who knows if they did or not. And um 
half of the other guys, you know, left. I'm, I'm interested of, about the principal singer. He yeah, signed yeah, on same. a three-year deal, and in about a week, I don't think he even got to the regular season. He, he was cut from the team. Yeah. I was... Yeah. Some of the decisions have been, no, but his English was terrible. No, 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 that's my take. I don't think they wanted to take a risk on playing him as well. But, but they've signed Besson and and Jing. Yeah, either way, he's got a European background. Did anyone could speak French to him and talk shit about other people to him? <laughs> no one would know. I mean, talking about Jing and Besson, we might as well mention as well. They are both entering the draft. They are returning home. Uh, well, I think they're returning to France, doing a bit of draft. Um, pre-draft workout stuff, and as we saw in the in the last off season, we've been doing work with guys like Paul George and that. So, quick question: Where do you think these two guys will go? Usman Ding and Besson. Aiden first. I reckon number eight for Usman, even though I don't think he should. And Besson around the twenties. Wow, that's that's you know what I, I think that's relatively high. Ding number eight, it's pretty high in my opinion. Eight to fourteen. I'll give it. Oh, yeah. Lottery pick. Eight, yeah, lottery eight. pick. Uh, Dieng late lottery, Besson, uh, either really late first round or early second round. Imagine they like both on the same team. Yeah, that would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, for my, I think um, Dieng would be about 14, 15, and, and Besson, I think he's, he slid down a bit. I think he'll be a mid second round pick, in my opinion. I don't think he's, he's moved up. Enough. I reckon to, I should have just played the last game. I don't reckon I should have gone back. I get it's one round. Like I don't. Well, I don't know why they're leaving it to the last day of the season to play for the breakers, but who knows? Yeah. Um, NBL player poll came out this week thanks to Maddie Logan and News Corp, and some very interesting things from it that that intrigued me. Is seventy five players and coaches. Um, just a, a simple poll about some great questions about the league and uh, posted about it. Some, some major ones that I found were interesting. The best player was Bryce Con, 24 votes. This one, I couldn't believe it. Breast trash talker, Sean Bruce with 42 votes. What were your guys' reaction to this one? I'm surprised Sean Bruce got that. The guy can yap, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but you know what? Who else can yap? Jesse Kiddie can yap. Kevin White sometimes yaps a lot. But what, those little guys, like those guys... <laughs> I'm not surprising. I thought it would be one of those three. Yeah, but oh, like, you think it'd be somebody that can back it up half the time. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, I'm not. I'm, <coughs> Bruce is a great player, but you'd think it'd be an, an MVP. Yeah, I thought Crick would be the worst. The yeah. button or, or something. Crick's like one, one of the funniest when <laughs> I'm on my court side. Yeah, but 42 votes. He smashed it. I don't know if there was a lot of Kings players in that. In that one, well, he doesn't count. I don't know. There's no way they let you vote for your own team. Who knows? 42 votes, it's quite a lot. Another one, most underrated, best six man, and best defender by all these players and coaches were voted by. Will voted Shaley. Um, it's it's kind of weird how he's most underrated, yet they still think he's the best six man and best defender and (laughs) everything in between. But anyway. Um, Chael is a great player, and I don't know if you guys ever watched that next time. Soccer. I caught up with you on it. Um, yeah, when um, they they little scene with Shay, I, I actually enjoyed that one. That, that made me think of Shay in a different light, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, I think ever since that season, he's gone through a little oh, that's what you say. I mean, he used to be a starter for the, the Breakers a couple yeah. of seasons ago, yeah. then he went to United now playing a backup role. 
Do you think he can be a starter still somewhere else in the league? He can be a starter on one team, though. I want. Yeah, he's in that low. He's in that local guard starting caliber. He could go back to and start if he wanted to. Hey, for me, yeah, he's in that 100%. caliber with Delhi, Norton, McCarran, those yeah. guys. Great defenders. Um, yeah, hundred percent. And play make. And he can yeah. shoot the ball too. Most intimidating yeah. player was Nate Yawai with 29 votes. Um, no surprise there. The champions, they say, is the Sydney Kings. And I, I really think that Matty Logue interviewed a lot of Kings players in this. Yeah, but... because this is just an observation from me, but like um, News Corp and particularly the basketball production of News Corp is very basketball show and that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. just me, but no, it's not just you because yeah. overtime is yeah. kind of Melbourne bias. Yeah, yeah, and then you got the Boston show that's Sydney bias. Sydney bias, yeah. You got Shanghill. Well, last we're unbiased, eh? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Most think of the so. time, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> team, team you most liked to beat was United, thirty-one votes. I don't. I'm surprised that. by that. Really, I wasn't I surprised. I would think it would be Perth because everybody hates Perth okay. unless if you. Go for <laughs> Maybe because yeah. United are reigning premiers, I guess. That's why everyone had to Rival coach you would play for, Gorgian. I wasn't surprised by that. I was surprised you only got 28 vote and 28 votes. That's why I still think it's a lot of City players in this because they wouldn't want to play for their rival team in the Illawarra Hawks. But it's what it is. Um, bring back the All-Star game. This is what I love. 51 votes out of 75 said yes. Just bring it back already. Everyone wants it. Players voted on our poll. If you last year, I didn't. They did them up. Yeah, I've done a few polls on my story the last few years. It's always been favorable. Yes, and the players have, have mostly said yes. So, I think it should be just a week off, but you know, between the Christmas break and just have it like a couple of days before Christmas or something like that. Have a couple of days All Star game. I mean, they're having a celebrity game in Sydney this week. Curious will be it than that. Annual Sydney. So games. yeah, so I think an All Star game would would definitely work. Um, they didn't bring it back already. Come on, everyone wants We're it. In Gold Coast, you know. And yeah, well, yeah. The next, yeah. this one surprised me the most. Next NBL team location, you're in it right now, Jackson. The Gold Coast, thirty-seven votes. No one oh, else. Boy. No other location yeah. was close to it. Jackson, what were your thoughts on this one? Well, can I just say, I think most of the players that voted in this may have played for the Blaze while they existed because they produced probably some of the best local players this league has seen in a while. It's not just like Golding uh, was Kiddy. I think Kiddy was Kiddy, there. Kiddy played for them. Gibson. Golding, Gibson. Uh, like, I don't want to um, Okay, Stano didn't, but like he was up Queensland. Yeah. Joey Wright was coach here. Like, yeah. But the thing is, everybody looks at the population of Gold Coast and they think, oh, it'll be viable. It's the next biggest city outside of the big five um, yeah. capitals, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is that the tourist destination, they don't have the want for sport here. And, yeah. and the thing is, I get why players would want to be here. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. I get yeah. why they want to team here that's but, what i um, it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle I can ask yeah. yeah it's, but I they, it's not viable i think no. another note the only the only problem is it's not viable i'd say yes but and the other thing i'd say yes to is some 
really good young players coming out of the Gold Coast as well, especially we just saw the under-18 Australian Championship. Queensland won that. A lot of players from there play for a, yeah, in the Gold Coast region. So Gold Coast basketballs are, are definitely on the rise as well. So um, they've got good players from there. The players would want to play game. there. It's just a problem of getting fans in the building and, you know, keeping it five. It's on that. So, yeah, it's that. But, like, if you have pants that's already strong, how are you going to have two Queensland teams in this sh- crap hole? Three. Three. Well, Brisbane have yeah, an right. exactly. and, and that's another point. Brisbane, they're struggling to get over 3,000 some weeks. And Brisbane's, what, an hour or two outside of Gold Coast. So, you know, I think you need to start selling out Nissan Arena before you even consider well, Gold Coast as a guy team. Bonnie James in Gold Coast and it's not happening. <laughs> it's not like True, that's the only way. Um, but Harvey King, he has signed in the New Zealand NBL. This one, I think he needs it. He definitely needs an off-season in the New Zealand NBL or the NBL one. Good to see him sign there. Well, he didn't play NBL in last season, which I was surprised about. Yeah, um, but interesting to see where his career goes from here and where he plays next season. Uh, Creek as well. We'll talk about uh, well another signing. Kelly Revs the back in the New Zealand NBL as well. So that's going to be an exciting season to watch. Definitely tune into that in the off season. Mitch Creek also mentioned during the week that it's Southeast Melbourne Phoenix in the NBL or nothing or nothing. So um, interesting considering the uh, sorry my microphone fell there. That's why you're all laughing. But um, Creek he there was rumours he was. Going to Brisbane, um, Lenar Copeland put that out, but I think it was all. I think Matt crap, Lloyd got a um, as well. Yeah, honestly, I think it is now Southeast Melbourne or Europe or NBA. I'll, I'll get to this in my hot take. I, I don't get to it. it. Let's get straight to it. Hot take of the week, Jackson. Let's go. Go for it. Right, Mitch Creek will play in Japan next year. Japan. Japan. What's with you in Japan? You well, said someone at, else during the year was going to Japan. Look at the amount of guys that are there, right? The money's there. The money's he's there. too good for it, though. Yes, we there, can but... say the same thing about Nick K. Yeah. Right? True. That is, that is definitely Long a hot take. And Newville and all those guys that are but there. But I think, I don't think Creek. Oh, how did John Mooney going to see you? I, I think he's doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, continue. They got some good players, but I, I, I don't think Chris. I can't goes say Chris goes to Japan. No, I can't. He's China, I can't. Japan. I can't say he's going to Japan. No, I can't. I can't even see him going to Europe, to be honest. I can see him going Spain, but not Jimmy. He won't go Jimmy. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, be interesting. Like, this, is, this is just my thoughts because we've seen the amount of guys that have gone there. Yeah. And we've seen the talent that is there, and we've seen that they're only going there because of the money True. and how good it is. All right, my hot take of the week: uh, the Jack Jumpers won't be as successful as they are this season than they are next season. So yeah, that's a good hot take. That, that, yeah, good. I just think they they've got a good team. They've had a good run, but I think other teams will figure them out. That they've got they've got to have the exact same roster as next season. I think no doubt the re-signment Jet and Adams, and that leaves. Two spots left, which is Magda, who's uncontracted, and McIntosh. So they're yeah. going to be running pretty much the same team as this season. And I think teams have got to figure them out. Teams, other teams that are near the bottom, they've got to build much better teams. And uh, I just don't think they'll get as many wins. Normally, you see expansion teams, they approve each season. We saw with the Phoenix um, and, and maybe even with the Bullets. But um, 
Jack Jumpers, I, I don't think they'll be as successful as they are next season. They're one player away this season, I reckon. They're like one like piece away from Well, they can still make finals. We, we've talked about I this. I reckon find <laughs> a guy like Ashley before McIntosh, they would have made finals. They needed a bigger body because yeah. Magnet was out. What's your hot take, Aiden? Corey Russell will be back in the NBL next season. Oof. And for the breakers. For the breakers. You know what? I'd, I'm starting to feel it happening because he did return to – he's returning to the uh, New Zealand NBL playing for Franklin yep. Bulls. So I think he will – He I think he's vaccinated. He can play in the NBL considering he can play in New Zealand NBL. So um, I, th- I think with Yanni gone, they're going to need another local. They're going to need a, another local to start next season. Um, unless they get a next star, but um, yeah, I'm like Moni Bates, that's one option, but um, who knows? I think they need a another local to start, and I think Corey Webster bring him back, pair him up with Finn Delaney. That, that but the breakers, we got to talk. I mean, they have have to go all out of Finn Delaney, they're gonna they, have a lot of cash, <laughs> they have to throw everything at him, they got no one else. No, they're gonna have to cash it. Yanni's payout, the two players being drafted payout, yeah, oh, some, okay, it was been, but. Um, that's gonna 100%. All right, let's quickly finish off with these five rapid questions. Should the league worry about guys like Yanni heading to Europe at all? No, should there be a play in game between the Jack Jumpers and Perth to see who gets fourth spot? Mm-hmm. I want to see that. I'd love to see it, but no, not okay. uh, for future yet. But no, no, yeah, uh, when, when, they, when there's more teams, do, do that, but no. Okay, this is not a yes or no, but how many guys not entering the draft uh, this season will sign in the NBA next season? So kind of like a Jay Sean Tate, just, can just sign a contract. Can I go through my head like who's Cooks? So Cooks, JLA, Reese, kind Rough of. number. On the ten. spot. Quick. I want to say 10. 10. 10? No. That is two. way too high. Two. I can be up there. Ten's a bit too high. I'm I'm saying players not drafted as well, just straight signed. I I say about three, three or four. Are we saying are we saying like just straight up contracts, or are we including two ways? Two ways as well. Okay, so increase it to like three or four. But no, I can't see ten. ten Ten's way too high. Sorry, (laughs) Aiden. Sorry, I'm gonna wait for you to wait. That still case has been signed. Oh, like Kiefer's like a Kiefer's side situation, but earlier. Yeah. Okay. He got okay. signed and then got waived. I guess. I day. guess. I guess. Um, will United have a sellout crowd at any of their finals games? No. No. And it's final good. question is, you know what? I'm going to do six questions today. I got two more. Okay. Is Michael Fraser actually a good player? He's just playing in a bad system. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I just don't. Think and the other one, I, I, I had another one this week. Should 36ers consider re-signing Dusty Hannes? Well, I don't know if you watched tonight, but no. They should consider, but no. It'd be the third string import. It wouldn't be the first guy you go to. He's, he's been really good on the weekend. Yeah, yeah but if he's willing to come off the bench, then yes. But if he's not, then no. You guys got anything else to add this week? Um, Hocker Porter didn't nominate for a draft. So I don't, I don't know what's going on there. I think yeah. he- yeah, as, I think he, he has to because he was in the uh, he he did it last year, so he will be automatically. Um, ah. like Besson. Oh, okay. And, um, All right. Well, so, you were yeah. confusing me there for a second. I was like, huh? I may be wrong. Who knows? Who knows about these these draft yeah. works? But anyway, Luke Travis hasn't 
decided yet. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes another year and then goes in. He does need another year. He's going to win pretty year this year, and he's going to win MVP next year. And then you know. <laughs> <laughs> he'll do a <laughs> Do a Magna. Do a Corey Williams take. Anyway, that will do for another episode of the NBL News Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next time.